Hello there, welcome to Local Sports Matters. You're on episode two. Uh, I'm Michael Shepherd, and today, tonight, or whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast, I'm joined by Jake Hanley, who is the A-grade captain at Modbury Vista Sassel Amateurs. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. No worries. So we're all about uh, local sports and promoting all things uh, community-minded. Um, where did your... Where did you start playing sport? I uh, probably started um, athletics down at Tea Tree Gully. Um, it's the first sort of sport I could remember. Yep. Um, through my family, uh, got into the running a bit. Um, moved on to soccer probably when I was eight years old. Yeah. Uh, so how how season. old were you when you started little athletics? Oh, would have been like four or five, I think. Yeah. Cool. Um, we started really early. Dad wanted to get me into it. Yep. Um, and then yeah, transitioned into soccer. Right. So what? Do you remember from back then? Not a whole lot, to be honest. Um, just with mates running around. I remember I played with James Cleary, my best friend, yep. um, when we were that young. Yeah, sort wow. of just us two yep. running amok, the usual. Running amok, I think that yeah. hasn't changed, has it? Not at all, no. <laughs> <laughs> so do you remember what events you did, or you did a bit of everything? And I think just a bit of everything at that age. Yeah. Um, I don't think I was particularly great anything to be honest but who is it for though yeah i know yeah would have been a site i hope i need to see if i got some videos or something yeah. with me back in the day yeah be a fun thing to see i'm sure there'd be some video uh, yeah surely so your dad got you into into that and he's quite a sporting guy himself yep was he involved in that as a participant or a coach or anything uh, like that? Uh, our whole family is super sporting family. So um, my mum as well, she yep. grew up doing kickboxing okay. and actually won a few championships yeah, back cool. in the day. Um, used to do that professionally. Yep. And then dad his whole life, soccer and footy and every yep. sport. Um, so I think everyone was sort of into it. Um, come out and support me, get me out. Yeah. I used to play a little bit of golf back in the day. Yeah, Apparently, right. according to mum, that was my... Dream apparently right. to be a golfer. Yeah, not now. No, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> not enough action for you. Nah, not at all. Yeah, but I guess hitting the ball once you hit a good shot, it's a pretty good feeling, though, isn't it? Yeah, I can't imagine I was hitting many that far when I was yeah, yeah. five years old. But true that. <laughs> never know. So when did you start playing soccer? I think I was around eight years old. Um, yeah, down at Tea Tree Gully. Yep. Uh, yeah, just through the junior teams. Um, then my dad started coaching when I was probably around 12 years old. Yep. And then just grew up through there. Right. So how's your dad as a coach? Ah, uh, it's an interesting question. Um, well, let me rephrase it. What's it like having your dad as a coach? Positives and negatives. Yep. Um, a lot more involved with having your parent as a coach, I guess. Um, yep. Hear a lot of the background stuff, just get to sort of pick his brain a bit. Um, negatively, I guess... A lot harsher on me as a kid. I remember, like, just any messing around. If it yeah. was everyone else is completely fine, but if yeah. I'm messing around, not not good enough, son. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> uh, I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> so you started when you were eight. Yep. Uh, what do you remember from back then? I used to be a centre back back in the day. Um, okay. Still remember just giving the ball to James and watching him run through and score goals for fun. Um, yeah, we used right. to just sit at the back and just kick it as far as I could. I used to be a pretty big kid um, when I was younger. There's photos of me next to everyone, and I'm 
way bigger than everyone, so apparently I have to throw my weight around a bit. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Typical centre back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what made you move clubs? Um, I think I had a grading in under-15s or something. I'll take it back a bit. So I was playing soccer when I was under-12s, um, 13s, and then I moved to footy for a couple of years. So right, I just okay. had a... Just a revelation, wanted to try out footy, um, yep. had a couple of years off from soccer, so I was down at Tea Tree Gully okay. Footy Club playing then, yep. um, and then that turned back into soccer, um, just, I did a bad shoulder injury when I was like 15 or so, right. so I just went back to where the talent was. Yep. Um, <laughs> well, how did you, what were your years at Tea Tree Gully Footy Club like, do you remember? Oh, I loved it, yeah, yeah, I loved it, had heaps of mates, um, yeah. I think naturally I'm a lot better of a soccer player than I was ever a footy player, but it, the community was great down there. Um, yeah. I remember heaps of good memories. And and that's what it's all about, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So do you still stay in touch with some of those mates? Some of them, yeah. Um, a couple of my high school best mates were from that footy team. Right. Um, we just knew each other through them and school. Yep. Such. So that's why you went there instead of, say, Modbury? Oh, yeah, it's Tea Tree Bully, Gully's the best club. Of well, course. That's it. <laughs> um, I... Probably won't get into that conversation, yeah. Um, mind you, because Cameron played at Modbury oh, Footy my. Club. Okay, um, but we're at Modbury Cricket Club. Yeah, so it's all about the community. Yeah, though. exactly. Um, yeah. And building that community as well, um, and being part of it gets you out and about. From and I suppose when you're going through junior sport, your drudgery of school, and you got study and everything like that, and then you get away. From that and playing sport, um, so what are some of those? What are some of the highlights from your junior days? Um, well, when I was um, under 15, 16s, James and I went to the zone team. So that yep. was the um, I wouldn't say it was the state team, but it was sort of the local area, um, and we both got selected onto that team. So that's sort of my biggest memory um, from that age. I captained that team. Yep, I think I was fifteen. It was around that age. Um, and we went down to, I can't even remember, somewhere far away and played a bunch of games against all the state teams. Um, that's probably my biggest memory. Yep. And then just the recess and lunches at school with the group that would go outside and play every day, yep. no matter what. Yep. Um, it's probably my fondest around. memories, yeah. Coming back into class after lunch all sweaty. Oh, yeah, of course. Dirty and everything. <laughs> the best way. Absolutely, absolutely. We got banned from playing full contact rugby league at our school. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a bit, bit dodgy. <laughs> Shirts got ripped and, uh, yeah, the teachers didn't like it. But yeah, fair you know, enough. You get that. You've got to learn how to tackle somehow. <laughs> um, so there's been some uh, recent developments as well. So you've recently moved out of juniors. Um, before we move too quickly, though, uh, you played in a pretty successful era, I think, in the last couple of years of juniors at, at Modbury Vista. Tell us a little bit more about, about those years. Yeah, so um, since I was about 16, my dad was coaching me um, down at Modbury Vista. Um, we finally won our first championship in the second year of Colts, um, yep. undefeated besides the last game, which we... I'll blame that on the grand final being the night before and maybe a couple of the boys had a... Few too many celebrations, yeah, few big, yep, but um, <laughs> no, nah, it was great. Um, 
going into the first year of Colts, we were the younger team. So we finished second that year to St. Augustine's and yep. we had a great team. Um, and we were just unlucky, just needed a couple more players and then finally got the championship with my dad in the final year. Um, it's great memories. I uh, loved that day so much. Just the whole season, uh, we had the same team for like five or six years. So just yep. seeing all the boys finally get over the rest of the competition is a great moment. Yeah. And the hard work paid off. Finally, yeah. Yeah, yeah finally so, got the reward. Absolutely. And it was a well-deserved reward too, just quietly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, big celebrations at the club that night or that day, and yeah. um, some some pretty cool photos. I got to say, um, but you've moved out of juniors now, and you're moved into seniors. And at the same time, it was uh, the first year back in the Sassel for Modbury Vista after a couple of years where we didn't have a presence. What was it like setting up the team or being part of the team that resurrected the amateur football in Modbury Vista? I think um, Dad and I were sort of the big driving factors of that. Obviously, he'd coached me for most of my life um, and watching the same group go up and we had no sort of option. Mm. And I remember Dad talking to me towards the end of the Colts year, just saying what I wanted to do. Did I want to go to Tea Tree Gully because we have friends down there and play in yep. their senior squad or what the plan was. And I sort of said to him that I just wanted to stay with my mates. Um, yeah. And we knew if we went to Teacher Gully, we'd maybe get two or three of us over, but taking a squad of 15 yeah. was never going to be achievable. Um, so we sort of had the idea to get Michael Whiting in, get yeah. a group of people and try to approach the club and see if we could take that to the next level. And thankfully it worked out. Yeah. Uh, pretty big achievement. Um, I have to give it to David Hanley. Uh, as all his work. Yep. Very thankful he did. And uh, and Fish as well. Yeah. And Shane, the manager, and uh, all the work that's been going on in the background too. Uh, lots of work. Yeah. So um, so what was what was last year like? So last year was your first year in the seniors, um, playing in Division 4 Sunday League. Tell us about how that started. Um, I think it was a huge reality check. Um I think even still now we're probably the youngest squad in the league by a mm. long shot. Um, mm -hmm. Our average age last year would have been 18 as well. Um, we had one person over the age of 18 um, playing A-grade football. I think the first five rounds or so we did not win a game, struggled a bit. But yep. when we hit that middle patch and we finally started getting used to the age difference and what our strengths were, we were flying. And we ended up finishing third in our first year of men's football with a squad of 18-year-olds. It's a yeah. pretty big achievement. Absolutely. And through different circumstances this year, we are promoted to Div 3, um, which is another huge step up. Um, has it been working with the crew? Because um, there's been a lot of new faces coming in um, and obviously a, a third grade or a C grade as well. Um, how's it been? Well, then this is your first year as captain as yeah. well, so congratulations on Thank that. Um, how have you found the captain's role? Oh, it's very interesting. Um, obviously, being so young myself and captaining a bunch of people the same age is a daunting task, and I've never had that amount of responsibility, but in saying that, I've loved it so far, and I wouldn't change it for anything. Obviously, we've had a struggle 
the start of the season, but being able to mentor all three grades and seeing the young fellas and getting around people and trying to be that role model for people, uh, I've loved it so much. Obviously, a lot of work to go and a lot of experience for me, myself, to grow into a better leader, but I guess it's a journey along the way. It is. It's, uh, it's not a destination. It's definitely a, a journey that, uh, yeah, we're all on with you, mate. Um, and we're only in, well, we finished round seven, so we've got another, what, two-thirds of the season to go. Yeah. So we're still still a long way a long way yeah, to go. We'll turn it around. Absolutely. Um, no doubt. So we're not, we're not here to talk about results yeah. or, or that kind of thing, but the main main part of it is your mates, how, how you uh, relay with them, work with them. What's, what's playing local sport meant for you? Uh, best thing in my life. Um, I think the last two years I've taken soccer and sport and that sort of community so much more into my life. Um, I remember even the cold season, I loved the game, but I was never, wasn't ever my priority. And yep. nowadays it's all I think about, um, just seeing people and training and improving myself and improving others. Um, it's been life-saving, like going to uni every day and work and you need that something to yeah. where you can just go out and enjoy it and see your friends. And I think it's been great for me and everyone around me as well. So just for the people listening in, your uni that you're doing is a pretty serious uh, undertaking, I've, I've got to say. Can you give us a little bit of an idea of what you're doing at uni? Yeah, so I'm in my second year of a double degree of law and journalism um, at UniSA. So... I can only imagine how taxing that is on the space between your ears. Yeah. In, in your normal, like, day nine to five or whatever hours you're doing at uni because it's not just the time that you spend at uni. You would have assignments to do, projects, Plenty, yeah. study, to study up for an exam, and that would be stressed, I would assume. For sure, yeah. Um and so I guess how important is local sport or playing sport to help you in your mental health with the balance? Uh, it's huge. I don't know what I'd do without um, the boys and going out a couple of times a week and Sundays. Um, I feel like everyone needs that sort of thing in their life that they can go out and do something, can yep. get away from the sort of study. Um, yeah, it's been hugely helpful couldn't ask for anything more. Yep. So if you were talking to somebody that you met on one of these nights outs or um, having a quiet, refreshing ale down the pub and you saw somebody that you haven't seen in a while and they're at uni or you might have even spoken to somebody at uni and you're talking about the course and how difficult it is and or even with the time that you're dedicating to it, they were looking for some kind of release how would you promote local sport to them? It's actually funny you say that. Um, Evan, uh, we've got a new recruit this year named Evan. Yep. Um, I work with him at Kmart and okay. he was same sort of thing, just at uni doing nothing and sort of was just bored yep. um, looking for that something. And I sort of suggested for him to come out and how group the how good the group of lads are um, just to get him out a couple of nights, see what he thought. And he's yep. signed up and has loved it this year so far. Oh, that's really um, good. So I think, yeah, just 
getting something for people to do. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be playing soccer or anything like that. But, yeah, a couple of my mates I've got out this year has been great for us and yep. yeah, been awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And a similar thing on my side of the fence, I stopped playing cricket a little while ago, a bit sporadic, more concentrating on umpiring. Started um, uh, playing over 50s veterans cricket. It's been the best thing ever. I've seen you putting some sixes away on your Facebook, yeah, yeah. bragging a little bit. Yeah, you've got to, you know, <laughs> pick and choose the right photo you put up there. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Yeah, cheers. But um, the, the main benefit is what happens upstairs. Yeah. You know, you can, like I captained the second grade team and we didn't win a game all year. We went through the whole season and we lost every game. But the point was getting out there with our mates. Yeah. The point was getting away from our work every day. Um, and I tell you what, we've got our presentation day coming up next Sunday. And I tell you what, that's going to be a great day. We're going to get, get our boys back together, <laughs> you know, and yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. We're not playing cricket, but it's the community that's coming together. Um, so with that, um, if anybody's out there considering playing local sport, doesn't matter what sport, just get out there and do it. For sure. Have you got any promotions that you'd like to um, tell everybody about? Any promotions as in local sport or clubs? Yeah, or, or anything that we're doing at the club or? Um, I just think with our three grades at amateur level, um, we've got a space for everyone now. We've seen people from all ages, all walks of life um, need that age in our squad. So if anyone's listening that wants to come out, um, you're more than welcome to suit you up next season or see you around. Um, even supporting the group, just got a couple of friends that come out and just watch every week. And yeah. even that, coming up to the club rooms afterwards, um, it's a great thing. Like, you can still get around teams without having to put your body through the Absolutely. running twice a week yeah. and game Sunday. And and I'll tell you what as well, like, uh, the support staff that goes into helping a club work uh, is really important too. So... Any club that's out there working for players to play, they need people behind the bar, they need people serving at the canteen, they need people who are managers, um, and everyone's so important. Um, so if you're thinking that you might not be quite good enough to play or put the boots on, there's still spots for you to be making huge contributions to the to the group. For sure. Cool. So, yeah, thanks for coming in, Jake. It's Sorry. been a real pleasure chatting with you. I appreciate it. And uh, we will definitely uh, see each other again shortly. For sure. Thanks for having me. No worries. Cheers. That was Jake Hanley, the A-grade captain from Modri Vista Amateur Football League. Talk to you all again next week. <laughs>